river kingdoms, a constantly shifting group of city-states, kingdoms and fiefdoms, rising and falling through the machinations of would-be conquerors, wars, assassinations, games of politics, and dangerous monsters. South of Brevois sits the Stolen Lands. Stolen from what and when are a matter of some debate. Currently overrun by bandits and monsters. Brevois seeks to aid in the establishment of new kingdoms, buffer states, run by anyone strong enough and clever enough to carve a kingdom out of the savage wilderness. Caelan Thorne, the mercenary who would be king, believes he is that man. Herein lies his tale of wilderness exploration, monsters, politics, romantic entanglements, ancient gods, and war. Heavy indeed is the head that wears the crown. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Kingmaker, a Paizo Adventure Path. A word to our listeners. This game is often interrupted. Whenever this happens, you'll hear our editor's tone. To let you know when a segment of recording has been removed until we resume gaming. Episode 44. Voice of the editor here. It's around Guy Fawkes when we played this session, so there's a lot of fireworks going off in our neighbourhood in the background. That'll be all the strange whizzing and popping and banging noises you hear. Enjoy them. Alright, so, um, as the, um, uh, undead, um, giant, as the giant undead creatures, um, lurch across my border, Mm -hmm. I want to, um, activate my armies. Yep. Okay, so, you had just a little under two weeks when you got word of them, uh, one retrospect I will do that we did, did that we did last Kingdom turn was: um, Do you want to send one of your diplomatic type people out to live with the gnome in Santa Wars? No, that's okay. Okay, just offering you the opportunity. Um, then, yes. So you presently have two inactive armies in two different cities, correct? Uh, yes. Um, the. Um Kirsten's Bowman are in Thornwatch, because that's the one with the garrison. Yep. And um, the Kobold Defenders are in um, Elk's Rest. Yep. Okay. And that In my barracks. That will... Um, they may be made active within a week, and yep. then it's not going to take them all that long to get there, is it? The, the, there's roads between the, all three cities. Yep. And they've both got speeds of one. Uh, yes. Yep. So that's no problem. Because like those hexes are only like four or five apart, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. So Thorn watches like four hexes down to Elk's Rest. Elk's yeah. Rest is four hexes down to Lakeview. Yeah. The thing is, it takes an army longer to get there than it takes you. Yeah. Because the army has a lot more logistics to organise, a lot more people to march. Yeah. You can't just sort of get up and roll out the door. Yeah. Even though the physical distance is the same. Yeah. Uh, however, with rotary hexes, they have they will have no trouble intercepting these things whatsoever. Yep. And particularly because the opposing army is slower than you. Yeah, so um, at the moment, my inclination... like I'm aware this puts my territory at risk, but I, yep. I, I am better protected in the city. Uh, uh, unless something surprising happens, 
it's not likely going to be able to go around your armies and hit your cities. You're yeah. going to be able to intercept them. Even if they decide they're not going for Lakeview, they're going for Elk's Rest, or they're turning south for Mivon or whatever, yeah. you will intercept them long before they get there. The amount of things you were talking about are not the sort of thing you can dodge. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm looking to intercept them in whatever one of my cities they appear to be heading to assail. Yep. With both my armies. Okay, so you activate your two armies. Yep, so that's um, two consumption to start them off, isn't it? Two consumption per week of activity. I can't remember how. Because it's one consumption per army. Yeah, I can't remember how activating them works. Uh, Ah, yes, yes. So you don't pay to activate them, but they start eating once you actually... Commission them all back off their jobs. What I'll do is I won't worry about the consumption until I've actually made them inactive again, because that will determine how long. Okay, so... Mick Mick says, Yes, sir, we've got this, sir. (laughs) We're going to go down and throw fire at them until they fall over. (laughs) And Keston Garrus says, Don't worry, we'll take care of this. No problem at all. Avant! (laughs) Time for war! (laughs) (laughs) It's not like the zombies are going to be, um, you know, put off by them. No, no. Okay, and the two armies march, basically meet up halfway down there and head to Lakeview. Yep. And they arrive at Lakeview. Yep. And Caelan, I imagine, having nothing uh, more critically pressing to do than the invasion of his kingdom, yep. is probably down there with them. Yeah. So you get updates um, from the scouts you have out in the field that are part of your functioning armies telling you what's happening. Uh, they are the army of zombie cyclopses is indeed coming in slowly, turning towards Lakeview. Yeah, because they're sort of coming. They're coming in in the night. They're coming row. in the night row. Yeah. So they're presumably edging up around the lake. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't actually think it's quicker for them, but if it is, they just go through the lake. It is slightly quicker. Yes. Yeah. No? Zombies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No need to breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the straighter road is over the edge of the yeah. lake. Mm-hmm. So your scout tells you they went into the lake. Yeah. And as you are watching around, yep. they will come up out of the lake towards your town. Okay. Um, they are actually being driven somewhat. So they will come upon you at night. Okay. Because they can see in the dark. Yep. So there is. And, and Vorticai has... It, you, you would guess this is either one of two things. Either dumb luck, or um, Vorticai has some capacity to direct them. Yeah, one assumes uh, he hasn't unleashed a zombie army. He has absolutely no your, control. Your scouts will definitely tell you there doesn't seem to be a giant skeleton man with, you know, one big red glowing eye um, yeah. walking with them or anything. Yeah. It would be completely uncharacteristic of Vortikai to lead from the front. In fact, can you give me a Kingdom uh, Stability check, which is your information gathering crap? Uh, I make it. Okay. Uh, you get word long before they arrive. They don't seem to have a commander. Right. They don't have tents. They don't have food. They're yep. zombies. Yep. Gotcha. Um, the, nothing seems to be leading them. They're just kind of walking along. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then they haul up on Lakeview. Yep. So, a couple of things. Yes. As we are now heading into mass combat. Yeah. <laughs> 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 have a couple of choices. You can enter both your armies into this. 
uh, you don't have to, but given you're paying for them, there's very little incentive not to. Yeah. You get two actions for their one, effectively. I'll have to pull the cobots out sooner or later because they're itty, but um, I, I, I would like to attack with them. Among other things, the dirty fighters thing means they're much yep. nastier on the first round. Um, and they can see in the dark. Mm-hmm. Secondly, uh, yes, yep, yep, that's all good. Okay, so we go through running mass combats. Yes. Okay, so I'll remind you of this because it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mass combat, there are three battle phases. Tactics, range, and then melee. Yep. Um, the tactics phase, you pick which tactic you're going to use each round. Uh, range, you get one round worth if your guys have ranged weapons to get yep. a, a, several arrow shots off before the zombies close on you. Yep. Um, and then you melee the crap out of each other yep. until somebody dies. Yep. Okay. So, for starters, we have the tactics phase. The, these large creatures, they have a, a bit of flesh still on them, but it's definitely waterlogged and necrotic and rotting. The smell permeates before you get there. Uh, before they get there. And you will see large creatures. I'm wondering if they have a picture in here. Of a cyclops zombie. You'd think that would be the kind of thing you'd have, but um Oh yes I do, and it's lovely. Look at him. Oh yeah. yeah. Huh? Sorry, too gross. No, no, just just gross. Okay. Just the regular kind of They gross. they are vaguely armoured and they have big walking axes with them. Yeah. And most of them still have one eye in their socket. Yeah. But the ones that don't don't seem to be troubled in any way. Yeah. And they come pouring out of the lake. And you go to the initiative phase. Who gets the? Who tells us their tactics first? Yeah, is the tactics phase. So, um, yes, that's right. It's a morale check, isn't it? Yes. Yep. So you win. Ah, right. Yeah. Um, your troops rally quickly. Decide what they're going to do. The zombies march forward. Right, yep. I'm just going to win all of these, aren't I? They, they, they don't have a general. They do not have... Not only do they not have a general, they don't have morale. Right. Um, as you will come to realise, um, they don't have morale, and you'll pick this up within as soon yep. as you engage them anyway, they don't have morale, they are incapable of making morale checks of any kind. They don't auto-fail them. They just can't make them. So they don't route. So they can't change tactics, yeah. but they can't route. Right. Even if you start, you know, if you rip 20 of them to bits, it's not like the other five are going to turn tail and decide my precious unlife and run away. Yeah, they They're just going to keep going. Right, that's worth bearing in mind. So it's an advantage and a disadvantage. It's effectively yeah. the monstrous ability they have for being undead. Yeah, yeah, that makes good sense. Okay, so... Um, but it does mean they cannot change strategy. They can't adapt to what you're doing. They will just plod mindlessly along and hack at you with axes. So does that effectively mean they always fight at normal? Correct. Cool. So they have no bonus, no penalty. Yeah, um, unless they were default set to another thing, depending on the kind of creature. But Okay, so I'll just declare what I'm doing, because what they're doing is... Yep, so meaning. there's never going to be a roll-off for this. You pick your strategies. Cool, okay, so... the yeah, co- whatever order you do in them in yeah. is irrelevant. The Cobalt Defenders are going with, I believe, defensive is the plus two, plus two to, plus two to defense, yep, minus yep. two to attack? Yep, it's effectively you have plus twos and minus twos, and then plus fours, minus fours. Cautious yep. is the minus two, plus two yep. defense, minus two attack. So, Cobalt's are starting out with Cautious. Yep. And the, um... 
Kirsten's Bowman um, being um, uh, Kirsten's Bowman had defensive wall. Yeah. So I want to I want to start them out with normal, but in place defensive wall if that's how it works. So uh, that defensive wall, uh, the army fights defensively automatically. Yes. So if you choose to apply this tactic, they get minus two offense plus two defense, and that's independent of what you're yeah. doing for your strategy. So they get they're they're fighting normally, but with d- defensive wall, which effectively means they have a minus. They have a it's like fighting cautiously. Yeah. But of course they can keep yeah. they can keep stacking. Yeah. The, the, the advantages they can go further down. On the defensive line anyone else can yeah. and um, I think as written by the rules you can't stop them in a defensive wall but that's stupid so. yeah mm-hmm. alright but that's what so we're starting out with minus twos to our attack plus twos to our defense to okay. get get these zombies measure yep and then you go to the ranged attack phase. Yeah. Now, as soon as Keston's guys start shooting, they will find, of course, they have lights with them and lanterns and torches on pole and that sort of thing. But it doesn't cover the entire battlefield and every bit. In the dark, they are disadvantaged. You are at minus two to all your attack rolls for this, basically. Okay. And am I yet penalized to my minus... Uh, am I also penalized to minus two on my range because I'm fighting defensively? Uh... I don't know if that applies to the range attack or yes, if yes, it does. Okay, so they're at a minus four. Yep. Okay, so that's uh, yeah. So you're at minus two defense, minus two. Basically, you're at minus two defense, minus two offense. Period. Yeah. Because you can't see in the dark. Yeah. Doesn't affect your morale. But, yeah. Uh, and secondly, does like if you have any defense bonuses that your enemies are taking advantage of? It does. Okay. It's got a watchtower, and I'm factoring that in. Okay, good stuff. So I have an effective. I have current plus four bonus to my army's defense. Yep. Uh, okay, so Kirsten's Bowman's launch a bunch of very poor shots. Yep. And roll excessively well. So this is just a regular attack, so I add my offensive modifier, right? Uh, correct, yes. Okay. Um, so D20 plus your roll in. Yep, and then I subtract the minus 4, so it goes to 14. So 14. Yeah. Uh, I need the arrows stick into their flesh. Cool. And remember, this is basically your margin of success determines how much damage you do to them. Yeah, and I need to um, ask about that. Um, the kobolds have five hit points because they're a small army. Yep. Do we give everyone's hit points a bonus to counteract that? Uh, right. Um, yes, yes we should, because otherwise I'll ju- they'll just get one shot of... Yeah. So, what's the bonus to the hit points? Um, do we give everyone a plus 10? Or? 10, yes. Yep, cool, thank you. So it's just been a while. Yep. All good. Okay, I've got our, I've got our team hit points, so yep. we shoot them. 
and a bunch of arrows raining down on them. It's hard to see in the dark. They're not terribly effective. Several of the arrows stick in, and of course the zombies show no pain. Yeah, but we appear to have injured them slightly. Correct. Cool. And then they march forward into a melee phase. Yes. At which point everyone goes simultaneously. Yeah. So, uh, are you? presenting a target to them is one of your armies forwarder than the others the bowmen will be further forward okay, so the zombies are going to have a whack at them yeah the um they can't see as far so yep. you know they're tougher and they can't yep. see as far and out of the darkness come the shambling corpses walking up and they start hacking Kest and the bowmen up with their axes <laughs> uh, that is a 17 versus their defensive value ok so um We've got 13 plus 4 is um, 17. Uh, equal to less than their health energy. So the zombies walk up and start hacking at your watchtower, basically. Yeah. And then it's over to you. You can take the two of them in whatever order you like. Alright, so I'm going to do the bowmen first and then. Yep, yep. Do you remember it's all resolved simultaneously. Anyway. Yeah, so the bowmen are at a. Either a minus two or a minus four. Is it a minus four for the melee because they can't see in the dark? Uh, no, it's minus two to both their defense and their offense because yep. they can't see in the dark. Right, okay, hang on. My apologies. Alright, so, um, okay, so in that case, the, um, the, they do hit. In that case, they can take whatever difference in damage. So, two damage. Yep. Yep. Okay, so. Dark plus two watchtower. Okay. Yep. Um. All right, and then um, and then they get a minus. They get a minus four to hit because they've got minus two from tactics, minus two from not being able to see. Yep. Yep. Alright, and they roll well. Zombies, of course, do not have tactics. Yep. So that's still... That's a flat minus one. So, 15. Yeah. Take some damage again. Yep. Um, And then it's the small cobble defenders. Yep. Um, Now, they can see in the dark. Yep, so they take no penalties of any kind. Except the minus two from their cautious tactics. Correct. Um, so they're a minus one. Yep. And then, because they are dirty fighters, I add a plus either six rate to their first round. Dirty fighters? Uh, plus six on the first round of melee phase. They use trickery and unfair tactics. Yep, because they burrow. Co- they're kobolds. Okay. So as the zombies march forward, the kobolds come digging out of the ground and stab them in the ankles with their tiny daggers. Yes. Alright, so that's a plus five, so that's a seventeen. Okay, and they stabs the zombies in the ankles with their tiny daggers. Yep. Uh, <laughs> go to the zombies. Yep. And that's it. Yep. Round over. Yes. Uh, next round, effectively. Yep. Okay, so um, Kirsten's bowmen are going to stay with their defensive wall plus minus two. They don't really yep. dare take any more defense than that because they can already barely they already can't hit for shit. Yep. Um, but the um, kobolds will go to a um, normal defensive posture because they're relying on staying further back. Yep. And um, the zombies target because the other, you know it would be clever tactics to target the smaller guys, which you know doesn't appear to be a particular problem. Yep. 
Okay. Uh, X to Bowman. Yep. X, X, Bowman. Natural 20. Oh, X, X. Okay, so that does... What is it? Only 15 AC? Uh, yeah, effective... Hang on. Um, so those two negate each other. So it's still a plus two from the tactics. So yes, 15 to AC. Okay, so they take five, and because it's a natural 20, they take an extra D4. So six total. Okay, um... What's the magic enough damage to cause a, a freak out? Uh, when they're either on 25% of their total, or they're on equal to or less than their CR. Okay, right, so they're fine. Yeah. It's, not, it's not like they took a shitload of damage that round, no. so they're... Okay. Alright, and the bowmen take a swing at the zombies. Yep. R, R, brains, dead. Alright, um, so the... Um, Zombies, uh, the bowmen roll really well, so that is a... The number is more helpful. Yeah, um, 19. Okay. Yep, cobalt. Uh, incredibly poorly. Uh, so that's a 6. Okay, that will fail to penetrate their yep. defensive value. So, we see the zombies just wade into the midst of Keston's bowmen fearlessly and yeah. start hacking them to bits with, yeah. their gr- with their bloody great large-sized great axes. Yeah. And the bowmen, of course, step back and pull out their long swords and engage them heroically and merely, and actually hack several of them down. But the things don't die easily. There's about 25 of them to start with, and they've got to bring it down and hack it and hack at it until it goes down. Then they've got to keep hacking at it and literally cut the things into pieces so they don't just get back up again. Even then, the pieces lie on the battlefield and twitch. Yeah. Um, the kobolds try the same thing, but they're a lot smaller. When they jump on the things and start stabbing them, the tiny blades do a lot less damage. Yep. Next round. Yep. Um, yes, I've got a plan for this. Um, how many rounds does it take to shift downshift tactics? Uh, you downshift one tactic each round, or you can make a 20 morale check to change your tactics more than once. Yeah, okay, no, that's right. Um, okay, the, then this round the kobolds will shift back to cautious, yep. and Keston's bowmen will also shift to cautious. Okay. Um, which means they're probably not going to hit, but I have a plan. Yep. Good. Next round. Yep. So zombies uh, attack for a moment. Uh, uh, Sixteen. Uh, Miss bounces straight off their caution. Their extra caution. Uh, yep. I mean the, the zombies don't vary their tactics. They see them hiding behind the shields and just walk up and hit the shields. Yep. Kirsten's bowman um, miss entirely. I would imagine that's yep. like uh, yeah, that's yep. like a three. Yep. And the um, cobalt fingers miss also. Okay. So it's a non-event round. Next round, switch your tactics if you want to. Yes. So this round, um, the Kobold defenders switch right down to what it, defensive. Yeah. Minus four to, plus four to hit, minus four to damage. And the Bowmen activate their false retreat ability and book. Yep. Uh, yes, this, this will work perfectly because, this, like, certain things I probably wouldn't let you do if it involved, you know, using um, 
Things like, for example, taunting, you couldn't do to them because they can't make the morale check. You yeah. taunt them and they ignore you. Something like a false retreat, though, is a physical action. You pull off and they follow you because yeah. they're dumb. Um, so, um, the bowmen do get to shift their tactics this yep. turn. they just don't make an offense check. Um, so I'm going to switch them um, uh, back to normal for the next round because I want the next round to be decisive for them. All good. Yep, but for this round, the the bowmen v- vacate the vicinity, so yep. while the and army can target them, the, the kobolds are now the more prominent target. And the kobold, the zombies, of course, just move to the closest target, your kobold army, hack, 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 with axes. Yep. Hack, 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 14, hack, hack. And miss the kobolds hack, entirely. Hack, small targets. Yep, and the kobolds take a swing, because yep. what the hell... And they fail entirely. Oh, in fact, they crit fumble. Is that worse than a regular failure? Uh, yes. Next round, they're out of position and can't make an attack. Okay, fair enough. Alright, um, and then it is the next round. Yep. Kirsten Garris' guys, as pre-declared, are on normal for this round. As they come back up and hit the zombies, the kobolds will remain defensive, given they're not going to hit... They can't make an attack yep. anyway. Yeah. Okay. So, zombies will hit the kobolds again. Uh, right, because the guests and Garrison's guys haven't shown that. currently charging. Yep. Uh, that is substantially more. That's 24. Oh dear. Okay, um, so the kobolds have, um, 12. Surprisingly, they hit, like, giant cyclopses. Yep. Um, so the kobolds have an 18. Yep. So that's 6 damage. Yep. Okay. And the, um... Um, Just in the bowmen charge in from their false retreat. Yes, so... And six defense, six offense. Six defense, six offense. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's, if, there was a, if, the, if the kobolds weren't there, the zombies would go for them and bounce off their defense, but because there's another army there, yeah. it's hit the closest things. Shit biscuits. Okay, um... Let's add it up. And I've got a minus two from the thing, so... Seven... Plus six is Omega 13. Yep, you hack at them a bit. I do actually get through? Oh, yes. Oh, sweet. They, they have all the defense of giant zombies. Yeah, cool. Alright, um, the, um, Bowman will go back down to defensive. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's the, um, yeah, um, the Bowman will go back down to their one tier defense. Yep. And the Kobolds will go back up to a one tier defense. Yep. Every and- you can pretty much literally shift your armies and have the kobolds fall behind the bowmen. Basically, yeah. you can pick which target they're going for based on how you deploy your troops, because the zombies can't make a decision like the kobolds are weak. Let's get them. Yeah. So yes, the bowmen will. The bowmen will be in front for this one. Yep. No problem. Okay. So the zombies attack the bowmen. Massive damage. Twenty-four. Yeah. They keep rolling high too. Yeah. And they hit hard. Yeah, it's really creaming the shit out of me. Um, Alright. Okay, so that's a 15. So that's going to be... 9 damage. Yeah. Okay, that's half the army's remaining damage. Yep. Alright, and... um, The kobolds... um, So the bowmen attack. Yep. And will 8 plus... Not much. We'll miss entirely. Okay. And the kobolds attack. And miss entirely. Okay. Alright, at this point, um, I need to talk about what retreating looks like. Yep. 
because I can't take these guys. Okay, so uh, you are hacking them to pieces. Yeah. Um, so am I close to winning because my armies are close to getting taken out? Uh, not really. You've hacked about half their army down. Right, yeah. My, my armies, I've got nine hit points apiece on both armies. So, you know, one more good hit on either army is a decent shot at killing them. Okay, so in any round where your hit points are reduced to either 25% of their total value or equal to or less than their CR, you route automatically unless you pass a morale check. Yeah. Um, if you fail, then the army scatters and retreats. Um, when they flee, the enemy gets a last offense to shoot at them. Yeah. Um, uh, retreat is effectively the same as a route in that they get a free shot at you. But you don't have to make a morale check of any kind because you're having an orderly route instead of a um, yeah. panicked route. Because the last time I left my army in when their hit points got really low and they got killed. Yeah, so the, the advantage to retreating before you're close to horribly splurking yeah. is that your army will quite certainly get out alive Yeah, because the zombies would have to beat them brutally with yeah. the last shot to kill them. Um, well, they'd, they'd need to beat their defence by more than nine. Yeah. Um, to take them out. Uh, the downside is you are leaving Lakeview undefended for them to do whatever they please to. Yeah, yeah. So that is a problem. On the other hand, they'll presumably be in the same predicament if both my armies get killed defending it. Correct, yes. Because, um, you know, the... Like... Um, I, I mean, I would like some advice at this point because I'm using the cleverest tactics I can think of, but mm-hmm. I'm rolling. But I don't think my armies are up to the task. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm rolling. I, I obviously should have built better armies. I'm rolling poorly, and mm-hmm. um, the thing is, because I've got offensive penalties with Keston's Bowman, which are actually the more effective unit, I um, can't. I, I just need to fluke better rolls than I'm getting. Why aren't the offensive penalties you're choosing to apply? Yes, but the thing is that if the Giants hit me anyway, yep. it's the difference between them one shot killing me and them not one shot killing me. Yep. So the question is, are you prepared to sacrifice your armies for your set, for your town, or the other way around? Yeah. But, I mean, if the armies die and the giants survive, the town is still buggered. Yes. At which point I've lost both. Yes, but if you all kill each other in a glorious melee. I suppose this is what the armies are here um, for. And the other thing is, when you beat the army down, it doesn't just fix all its damage overnight and keep going. Yeah, if the army runs away. Um, yeah. Among other things, the, this is pretty basic undead information, so I'm not going to charge you rolls for it or anything. Yeah. They're not going to heal because they're undead. Yeah. The only way they can get healed is if somebody pokes them with negative energy spells. Yeah. So if... It, like, if you reduce them to 10 hit points, and you if you reduce normal army to 10 hit points and then run away, they stand around and heal over the next course of weeks until they're all better. The zombies can't do that. They will have to go away, yes. get healed, and come back again, or just remain on blah hit points. Yes, that's true. So they will, um... But, you know, do you think Vordekai will lose a lot of sleep over sacrificing his army of disposable zombies? I do not. And I think when it comes down to it, the army, um, this is what the armies are here to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, the other thing is, uh, if, I withdraw, if I withdraw them, then I can, um, I, I can potentially regroup the armies and come back in, or hire a mercenary army as well and come back in. Yeah. Come back in the daylight. But the, my armies won't heal up automatically overnight as well. It takes time to patch an army back up. Uh, after a single month, they, re- they return to full hit points. Yeah. Um, 
Each day they spend at rest, no movement and no battle, they heal hit points equal to their CR. Uh, with a loyalty check, you can also um, double their healing, effectively. Yeah, so it's going to... Um it's going to be a long time before the army regroups. Oh, and um, the commanders of your army get killed, captured, or escape, depending on a percentile yeah, so, yeah, yeah, no, I remember that, because I already had to get ransom casted once. Yep. It's up to you. The, the zombies have no control over this. They have one tactic, and um, yeah, yeah. it's very simple. I will play out one more round and see what happens. Okay. So, um, tactics-wise... Right. Um, I'm going to stick with cautious. Yep. So, uh, they attack the bowman again this right. time. Brains, less brains. Uh, 20. Yep. Um, so, the bowmen are on... Um, uh, standard one. So, still 15. So they take five points of damage, yep. um, which reduces them to exactly a quarter of their hit points. Okay. At which point they are obliged to make a DC 15 morale check. Yep. Uh, they do not pull it off. They route. Yep. Okay. Do they get? But this all happens simultaneously. Correct. They, they get, still get. They still attack this yep. round. They attack this round and miss. Yep. The zombie army gets a free shot off at, off at them as they flee. Yeah. It's um, functionally an attack opportunity. Yeah. Uh, that is 11. They miss. Yep. Kisten's bowman exit the field. Yep. And the kobolds take a swing at the zombies um, and miss. Okay. Alright. At which point the um, kobolds... Um, Drop to defensive tactics and also exit the field. Okay, so they were out intentionally. Yep. Zombies take first one at them. Whee! Uh, I think uh, that's 22. Blimmin' egg. Yep. Alright, um, good thing they still had a decent amount of their hit point. Hit like trucks. Okay, so that's still. Um, so the kobolds thing is 18, yep. so they only take 4 hit points. Yep. And the kobolds and the Keston's bowmen exit the fields on four and five hit points, respectively. Okay. So I don't think there was anything more that they could reasonably have expected to do, except all get killed on the battlefield. Okay. Uh, so... Yep, I did not build my... I needed bigger armies. Keston's bowmen need to make a loyalty check. Yes, they can do control, DC. Ah, uh, right, that's a regular loyalty check. Correct. Okay, they make it. Okay, so they can fight again. Cool, mm. Um, otherwise, they are too thoroughly demoralized and yep. forced into retreat. The kobolds don't need to worry because they chose to retreat. They yep. were forced to. Uh, and what's your agenda here? Um, I'm not. I could wait for daylight and send them back in, but they're both one hit. One hit will kill them. Yep, that's that's the question I'm asking. Yeah. Um, endeavor to. Um, Endeavor to gather, endeavor to gather some reinforcements. I think you said a mercenary army could be there effectively instantly. Mm-hmm. So I will probably be spend, spending the big money and hiring some mercenaries to reinforce my um, wounded armies. Okay, so we'll deal with that one later then. So yep. For now, uh, Keston's bowmen are forced into retreat as the giant cyclopean zombies chase them down with their great axes. Yeah, and um, Mick Mick 
Looks at, looks at this. Okay, time to bug out. <laughs> guys, guys, come on, come on, come on, come on. Dig, 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 the cobalts begin orderly routing off the battlefield. Yep. And the zombie army st- turns towards Lakeview. Uh, and starts walking into the town as citizens flee before them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, session part B. <laughs> Whenever you were ready, you were slugging it out with zombies. Yes, so, um, you were helping me work out what I can afford in terms of mercenary armies. Oh, yeah, you did book tenure. Yep. Yes. So, Lakeview is currently being held hostage by a big uh, z- zombie horde, except they're not so, it's not so much being held hostage as just they're rampaging. Yep, they are indeed pretty much rampaging. Yeah, because they, they can't really, you know, negotiate or threaten mm-hmm. or hold hostages or whatever, they're just basically rampaging. I have... Yeah. So, presuming you only want to contract mercenaries for this specific detail, yep. then you're talking about, like, two weeks' work. Okay. By the time they get here, kill your zombies and get get back again. Oh, okay. So, if you so choose to hire them, then it's a question of um, what you want to pay for things. Yep. Because you can buy whatever you like. Yes, yes. Um, so, what I'm looking for is a straight fighter army. Yep. Um, so, if I look at... Um, so, and I don't have to re- obey the size restrictions of my kingdom. You do not I? have to obey the size restrictions of your kingdom. Oh, obviously, there's um, a limit to what I can afford, but, you know, that, my size restrictions were my principal limiter last time I made armies. So. What you don't get is anything, um, when you hire mercs, you don't get anything special. Yeah. They are just generally a bunch of warriors or whatever. You got tend to be able to hire the mercenary army of arcane casters because they're substantively rarer on the ground because yep. they have to come from somewhere. That makes good sense. Okay, so the mercs I can I can only hire a regular army. Yep. Can I hire like um so one modifier to the quality is the size. Yeah. And then the other one, can I hire better dudes? Like can I hire fighter fighter two guys or uh, you can hire the standard ones which are warrior threes or fighter twos. Okay. Um, so could you give me some sample armies? Yep. Um, what I'm looking for is a large army of warriors and a large army of fighters. Okay, so a large army of warriors looks exactly like, um, Keston's Bowmen without any of their tactics, because yep. that's exactly what they are. Yep, so that's a, cons- that's a consumption one army. Yep. Your next one up is a huge army of warrior threes. Yep. Which is 27 hit points, 15 defense... Uh, offense plus five. So they're a bit better. Yeah, consumption two. Okay. Uh, you've got um, a gargantuan army of humans, which I forget how many that is. Uh, higher than consumption two is probably more That's than... That's a thousand other. people. Yeah. So a medium's a hundred, large is two hundred, huge is five hundred, then a thousand, two thousand. Yeah. So the two hundred man, the five hundred man strong army is the huge one. Yep. Yes. So and you just gave me the stats for the huge yes. warrior army. Yes. So what about a large army of fighters? Uh, that I haven't got this in front of me. Voice of the editor here, and then there was a lot of tedious army building math and calculations and costs and stats and all that sort of thing cut out cut out of the podcast. 
Let's go back to the action. Okay, so the plan is I want to hire a... A, a huge army sounds kind of ridiculous, but it's not actually that... I mean, 500 guys 500 isn't, people. isn't that startling as these things go. It's merely um, the, the size words sound kind of funny. So I yep. want to hire a huge army of, let's call them fighter twos for flavor. Yep. We can um, give them a name or whatever if you want, but I wish to hire them. How soon can they be in my kingdom? Uh, so... What's relevant here is um, how long the zombies have to play around, basically. Right. Uh, they don't recover because they can't, so that's easy. Uh, you'd, you'd think this would be in here, wouldn't you? But, um, no. I didn't figure the zombies had other pressing engagements. I mean, they'd presumably be lying in the ground for 500 yeah, years. Yeah, no, no, it's more, um, you know, what happens when they start crushing your cities. Right. Which is, of course, not covered by the rules. Ah. Because the theory was you just win everything and you wouldn't, it would never well, come up. I, I mean, there's one of those things that, you know, they can't write the adventure path on the assumption that you'll lose all the time and no. die. But... Okay, so... Fine. So I make it essentially. Uh, I was looking at your map earlier. I can dig um, up my map for you no, again. No, that's fine. I've got the. I don't know where the cities are. One, two, three, four. So on day seven, they will arrive at Lakeview. Cool. So immediately ready to fight. Right. So one week after my de- initial defeat, yeah, I will have a new mercenary army. Correct. Cool. Okay. So what I want to do is um, withdraw my two injured armies and try and patch them up a bit so they can go in with the mercenary army. Yep. Um, so they basically have a week of downtime. So I'm still paying them or whatever, so that they, you know, are still available. Yeah. But they, uh, I, I'm giving them a week off to, you know, uh, do whatever healing they can muster. So each day they spend at rest without moving or battling. They heal at points equal to their CR. Cool. So call that six days then, because they have to spend yeah. one day retreating back. Uh, and then you can make loyalty checks to double that effectively. Okay. Alright, so um, if you give... If I get a dice, what happens if I fail the loyalty check? Uh, your army is insufficiently loyal to rally, essentially. So, so they don't get worse? They just no, don't they get... don't get worse. They just don't get better. Cool. I'll make two loyalty checks apiece. Yeah, but I'm not going to have you make 12 of them, so make one for each of the six days, because it's one per day. Right, yeah. So just, just make one... One for each army. Yep. Sweet. Okay. Um, so, just because it might be relevant here, do I pick up and rest at this point? My city has been occupied because it makes my control DCs harder if I do. Uh, if I only pick it up at the end when this is all resolved, that's fine. I'm just checking because. Yeah, I think I'm going to say no at this point. It, it, it's it's a, it depends. I'll get unrest at the end depending on the outcome. Correct. Cool. Okay. So. Oh. Like the people that would be complaining at you have been eaten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've got bigger problems. Yep. Okay. Um, Kirsten's bowmen make the check. Yep. Um, as do the kobolds. Okay, so they both get 
12 hit points back each. Okay, and because we're still counting the kobolds at their higher things to enable them to participate in the greater battle. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay, um, could you toss me a pin? Kobolds only have... The kobolds go back to max. Yep. I'm going to redo these. So, kobolds... KB. Okay, so the kobolds go back up to full. Um, and Kirsten's bowmen pick up 12, you said. Yep. So they go back up to 16. So, um, they're still 10 hit points down, but, um, they are feeling better. In the meantime, you can pass me a leg for you. Yep. It's the front. Uh, alas, the floors have been a zombie. Uh, they're okay. not smart enough to use your defences against you. Uh, oh, sweet! Like if they occupy the town, if they occupy the town in a smart way, they would start using your walls and all that kind of thing. Yeah, they'd be able to use my watchtower. But instead, they just start smashing things. Oh yeah. So that's fine. Cool, that's fine. Because no. I, I figure you don't have to resolve, you know, because I don't yeah. know what's happening yeah, you in the don't town ha- until really I reoccupy. You have a lot of good intelligence points. You yeah. know, they're smashing the buildings up. Yeah. So once I re, because you know, if I don't win this fight either, they're yeah. presumably going to keep doing so. Correct. So um, once I reoccupy Lakeview, I can get a skinny on what's actually happened to it. Yep. Okay. A week passes. Yep. And when your mercenary army arrives, yep, you're, you're, they're your mercenaries. So you're welcome to name them as you like. Remember, they literally you you put these guys into the campaign, the mercenaries guild. Yes, yes, I did too. Um, Dagon's raiders, led by a guy called Dagon. They're a um, skirmishing sort of group. They have light armor and that kind of thing. Yep. And we're punctuated by fireworks from the gunshots they let out. Yeah. Vaders. So, as they sweep in and take a look at the town, they can see basically. Because um, Kaelin will be camping out with the troops, yeah. helping you know, helping rebuild their um, damaged morale loose, and stuff. Loose amounts of smoke are rising from the town, but it's not actually burning or anything. Yeah. Um, it's more things that were on fire have been smashed a bit. Yeah. And the Cyclopses are pretty much just walking around, hacking up buildings. Yeah. There are no people, obviously, running around and screaming. Anyone dumb enough to be out in the streets? Is long dead. Gone long dead. a while ago. Yeah. Long dead and eaten. Okay, can um, you give me the stats for Dagon's Raiders again? Uh, they are a huge militia. Yep. Uh, 27 hit points, which will go up to 37. Ah, uh, yes, of course. Because we all drive the same benefit. Yep. Uh, 15 DV. Okay, so DV of 15. And OM plus 5. OM plus 5, nice. And then... Um, the uh, uh, what's their morale? Oh wait, these guys are fast. Okay, that's going to well cost you less money then. Oh, okay. They move faster. Oh, sweet. 
but they're right in half the time I thought they did. Okay, so my armies recover less hit points, but... Uh, it depends if you want to hang around and wait for your armies to recover. Uh, probably not. No. Okay. Um, so your armies go down six hit points each. Uh, hang on, let me think. I had in my head that was speed one, but the speed two. Oh, cool. Um, let's say we give it an extra day to get the guys up to speed mm-hmm. so I'll go down um, four hit points apiece mm-hmm. um. so it's been five days yep so, which presumably also reduces the damage to let you Smilingly. The zombies have stopped smashing things well, no, they're, they're, they're still smashing things but they've had less time to do it Okay, and um, morale bonus is probably helpful as well. Or um, I only need that if they get really hurt. So you can just look. At, actually, you can just look it up at the time. I don't really need it because um, there's no, the gu- these guys aren't using any tactics. Downside to mercenaries, they are um, commanded by Doctor Generic Mook, so they have a morale of plus zero. Sweet. Okay, nice and straightforward. Hey, I feel the generals are worth morale bonuses than that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the downside to not. Um, uh, you know, you're not risking anyone you care about, yeah. but... Okay. Uh, Alright, and um, we will attack. Yeah, go for it. And we will do so in daylight, because, you know... Fuck yep, you, fuck control, you control the encounter this time around. Yep, fuck the zombies anyway. Smash, smash. Pick your strategies, whatever order you like. Okay, so... Dagon's raiders with their big pile of um, AC yep. are going to be first in the field and are going to be the preferential zombie targets. Yep. Um, they are going to use normal tactics. Yep. Um, I am actually going to note this shit down now that I've got three freaking armies to keep track of. Um, the kobolds are going to go reckless yep. because they are the smallest and this is their really good round. And... Um, Kirsten's bowmen are... Uh, they can only go to aggressive unless you want to make a morale check for them. Oh, sorry. Because um, they start at standard. They go to the plus two one. Right. Yep. Um, which is aggressive. Aggressive. Cool. Um, and Kirsten's bowmen will start off as normal with the defensive wall not deployed. Yep. As both of them try to get some good attacks in while the um, mercs are fielding the majority of the cyclops damage. Yep. Okay, and Cyclopses roll out. Oh, um, and we get a we get a um, Bowman round. We get a range. We pick. We all pick tactics. The yep. zombies don't. Yep. You we get a, a round. We get a bow round. Okay, so no penalty, and we get no defensive bonuses. So we just did our regular yeah, you, stats. You cannot use Lakeview's defensive bonuses because we don't. But they're them. not using them optimally. You don't see zombies sitting up in the watchtower sniping down at anything. Sweet. Okay, um, the bowmen crit fumble their initial archery roll. And thus they won't be making the melee attack either. Okay, yep. Because they failed the next offense check automatically. Yes. I'm going to change the pink dice of utter defeat that I was yep. using last time. So this is the first time your bowmen have ever attacked a city instead of defended one. And you know... There's a lot of walls. They're prepared to go back into the field, but they did route, you yeah. know, and they, and they routed for these zombies, and now the zombies are in the city, so, you okay. know. If you have the zombies hit, hit yep. your mercs first. Yep, zombies hit mercs. Uh, uh, 11. Uh, uh, not 
close. The close. zombies glance off the mercs. Yeah. So the mercs explicitly got hired to come in and fight Cyclops zombies besieging yep. a town. They are in fact somewhat prepared for this scenario. Brains. Okay, and the kobolds take a brutal, brutal swing at them. Yep. Hopefully they actually roll well on this one. Alas, I do not, but the kobolds do get a shitload of bonus. Okay, so... Well, uh, still isn't going to be very good. That is a 13. Oh, no, wait, I gave them aggressive. That is a 15. Okay, so that will penetrate somewhat as they are eating your eating your mercenaries' brains. Yeah. Um, well, not very successfully. Leave upon them with their tiny knives. Yeah. <laughs> And um, I, I imagine the kobolds like sneak in because they're tiny and the cyclopses are you know not yep. bright, and then like uh, do the ambushes and things. All right, and then Keston's bowmen will fail some attack. Yep, and Dagon's raiders will have a regulation brown swing. Yep, and this dice doesn't look very good either. Um, uh, that's an eight. Once again, bringing them down harder than it looks. Yep. Zombies hang on tenaciously. Yep. We'll change dice again. Next round. Yep. Take um, the strategies wherever you like. Alright, um. The kobolds are going to stick with aggressive for now. They're fairly confident that they won't yep. be targeted while there's two other fighters on the field. Keston's Bowmans are going to stick with normal because they don't have the confidence to go any harder than that. Yep. And the mercs are going to go with normal because that seems to be working for them. Alright, the mercs are going to get eaten. Okay. 25. Ouch. <laughs> okay, so their defensive value is 15. Yep, so that's 10 damage. Did they crit or what? Uh, no, but it was a 19. Alright, so the mercs take a good chunk of their hit points. Um, the kobolds take a swing. And get a uh, eleven. Miss. The Kissens Bowman take a swing. And get an eight. Miss. And Dagon's Raiders. Crit. Okay. So work out what the hit what the hit is. Yep, so um it is uh Bloody hell. Uh, no, that, that's, I'm doing that wrong. I thought that was implausible. Alright, uh. 25. 25, 25, correct? Yep, yeah, and then add an extra d4 on top of that. Cool. Can't get paid if you get eaten by zombies, so they're opposed to getting eaten by zombies. Uh, so that's another one, so 26 total. Okay. So, they sweep in. At this point, as your kobolds and Keston's bowmen set up a flanking action. Yeah. And Dagon's raiders r- rush in, hacking away. They've all come They've all come with battle axes, knowing that slashing damage is what you need for zombies. Yeah. Um, and hack their way clean through the middle of Lakeview and out the other side again, just bloodily eviscerating the zombie army. Uh, the large majority of them are dead. There are about three or four badly damaged ones still standing. If there were a human army, that runs screaming at this point. As it is, they just keep marching. Uh, yep. Understood. Mm-hmm. Okay, new round. Yep. Um, Kirsten's Bowman emboldened by this switch to aggressive. Yep. The kobolds go reckless because they'd like to actually hit something with one of these fights. Mm-hmm. And they're starting to, and they like this two human armies on the battlefield thing. This, this is how all fights should be. 
with lots and lots and lots of meat shields. Mm-hmm. And Dagon's raiders will stick with normal. Yep. Because they're the ones that are actually taking the brunt. <laughs> and the zombie staggers up, swings, uh, and its arm falls off. Look. Uh, Sweet. Eight not hit. Yep. Only twenties or twos. The kobolds roll really well. Oh, is this going to be the kobolds win? Okay, so the kobolds get uh, plus um, five bonus now, so that's twenty-two. So <laughs> my break for the win. <laughs> the kobolds drive them out. Drive them actually into the buildings rather than out of the buildings, where the zombies' large size works against them. The kobolds can tumble around their feet, stab them in the legs, slash them, and bring them down. And then you see one of them shambles out into the street, having escaped the building and smashed a couple of kobolds out of the way in the process. And Mick Mick says, Mick Mick has this! <gasps> Burning hands! <laughs> the zombie goes, Bruh. Boom. Sweet. Yep, they're very, very, very dead. Excellent. You garner your victory. Yes! Go, go, Mercs. I am going to call total bullshit on all your armies learning a tactic from the same battle. Yeah, that seems fair. Um, what I will give you instead, I think, is a random chance to see which ones have actually um, learned So, it. So I get to make it... I get, I get a check to see if one, both, or neither have? Because uh, isn't no, it... As in... Um, well, it's a loyalty check to see if they learn a tactic, yeah. but I'm not going to give it to them all. Yeah. As in, one of these three armies participating here okay. gets that loyalty check. Okay. And if they're the mercs, then they don't, because it doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to give it to the mercs, unsurprisingly. So, want me to roll it? Uh, yep. Um, P3, one for the kobolds, two for Keston. Yep, sounds good. Mercs. Oh, that's a shame. So it, 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 it's, it's not going to be one of my armies learns a tactic? No, there are three armies in this battle. Right, One yep. of them learns a tactic. Okay, that's fair. Hmm? The penalty yeah. of using works. Yeah. But on the other hand, I won. Yes, you did. Which I really don't think... My armies were pretty tired. I really don't think I could have taken that. At least not so quickly. Uh, so... But I do get other stuff for winning, right? Yes, this having been done, Dagon will basically come up to Kaelin. Looks like the job's done. Sorry about your town, but... Should have called us in sooner. <laughs> Aye. Benefits of hindsight. Should have built the army up a bit bigger as well. Yeah, no need. We can always be, we can always be back here. Mm-hmm. Good, te- good working with you. M- nicely done. I'll go see the dwarf for my payment. Aye. Aye. Mm-hmm. Alright, there's a big set of gold with your name on it. Ah, now you're speaking my language. Yeah. And Kaylin looks at these guys and has sort of forgotten what it was like to just sweep in, fight, and sweep out again without really caring about the town you were in. Yeah. As Kaylin looks around the sort of burning rubble of Lakeview and goes, oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm really more worried about the people in the town. Uh, you loot through the zombies. Yep. Um, I'm kind of guessing they don't have a lot of stuff. Oh, in wrong. fact, they have a large amount of masterwork, large size great axes. Oh, sweet. And okay. actually armor in many cases. Ah, uh, yes, of course. They've got their person. They may not have treasure or whatever. But yeah, they're got not their carrying a lot yeah. of. Um, they're, they're not carrying food or supplies or gems or money or anything yeah. like that. But the gear actually looks reasonably well made. It's clearly old, but it's survived. 
Sweet. Um, so a defeated army offers up its CR and build points. So you gain two build points from this. Cool. A combination of their food, supplies, and weapons. In this case, it's all weapons. So one, what I want to do at this point is actually pay the mercenaries in my regular armies. Yep, go for it. So um, how long have I actually had guys active at this point? Um, so um, there's some deal about when I put my... Uh, it's, it's two weeks for everyone. It's week. Okay, so that's nice. Nice and, nice and easy. All right, so um, I pay a regular week's consumption to the armies for my regular two armies for existing. Yeah. So that's either an extra two or an extra four build points for them. I don't know how you... I'm not sure what you're telling me. Um, I pay the armies yeah. one consumption a yeah. month. Because because they're an active army, they cost their consumption every week they're operating. Because yeah. they've gone out in this battle, used up a bunch of daggers, arrows, food, horses, blah, 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 blah. What I'm getting at is I've already paid two consumption for them for their monthly cost. Yeah. Is it because they've been active two weeks? Is it an extra two? Uh, yes. An extra, as soon as as soon as you turn them active, you start paying for them. Yep. So it's an extra two weeks worth. Correct. So two, but so four bill points a piece. Yeah. Cool. And then the mercs are two weeks is twelve. I make that twelve bill points. Yep. That sounds right. Cool. Hang on, is it? Yeah, we determined it was six a week, which would be twelve. Yeah, but I pay the, the I, or is that eighteen? Because I pay their cost and consumption to hire them in the first place. Oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about the consumption of the week's operating. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's eighteen eight, total. Eighteen total. Yep. Yep, and then um, cool, and then I get um, two back. Yep. Minus four, minus eighteen, plus two. Sweet. Which is not little, because it, it all makes the difference to whether I go negative next month. Okay, and then Kaylin goes around to see what's happening in Lakeview. Yes. Where did Lakeview go? I thought we had, you, you had You had oh. it, and then you gave it back to me, because you said we'll look at this when you actually right. yes. colonise the town. Yeah. Is it percentile dice time? Yep. Again, because the zombies are mindless, they... So, basically, as Kaylin goes through, he will find that... A number of buildings have been lightly damaged. It looks like they've just sort of done some generic battle damage to it. Just checking this model little face. Um, a number of your people have been eaten. Yeah. But when I say that, I mean like a dozen or so people. Okay. Because so most of them have run like hell into the wilderness. Sweet. So it's, um, it's or hidden in the basements and storm cellars and things of their homes. So it's not good, but it's not actually worse than yeah, what happens. Your populace has certainly not been massacred. Yeah, it's not actually worse than what happens in a bandit raid, yeah. except it's and people living in the towns as opposed to people travelling. The, the zombies are spectacularly roads. bad at tracking them down. They've yeah. They've killed, you know, about nine people. You get the reports from from the town. You you killed about nine people when they came in. Yeah. Of people who are out in the streets, you know, watching the battle like tourists, basically. Yeah. Um, and then another three when they ripped up a bit of house and found them there. Yeah. But for the largest part, people who have managed to hide have stayed hidden, and they haven't had to come out because you haven't been that long cleaning this up. Yeah. And a whole bunch of them have fled to the woods, and you're going to have to dispatch soldiers yeah, yeah. to track them down again. Yeah. Uh, but that all sounds pretty manageable. Uh, so, building number seven is your caster's tower. Ah, yes. Possibly because he was actually fireballing out the windows and the um, zombies, even zombies, are like, fuck this noise. No, um, we, no, that's the one they've been beating on. Yeah. Uh, Umbleweed is hiding. Yeah. Uh, and he comes out to you and he says, he says, now, when I come to live in a, ki- when I come to live in a kingdom... 
Majesty, I'd rather expect a little more protection than zombies knocking on my tower. If I wanted that sort of thing, I'd go back to Ustalav. Sorry about that, I'm a weed, but, you know, zombie attacks, they, they, they do happen. I'm afraid they've rather done some damage to the tower. I'm, I'm sure we can. I'm sure we can mend it. I mean, young Lady Lene's house was knocked flat by that um, rather large owlbear we had, and we were able to give, um, we put it together a new one. Hopefully, it won't, won't be quite that serious. Okay. So the good news is they have not destroyed your tower. It is too strong and too well built for this. So the amount of damage they have done to it would have knocked down one of the houses or the shrine or something smaller. Yeah. But like, if you has a couple of really big buildings in it, and this is the one they went for. Sweet. Again, not necessarily tactically smart. No. But, mm-hmm. um, okay. So that is amusing. You don't need to desperately know how I'm doing this, but it's a combination of their offense and CR over your de- defense value done every day, effectively. Yeah. Um, so that would be six days. Five. You said five days. Five days. Okay. Ten. Yep. Okay. So your caster's tower is damaged. Um, reasonably badly. It is not, however, broken. It does not need to be um, rebuilt from the ground up. Which was pretty much what happened with the manor and how we walked on top of it, it and it was gone. It merely needs repairing. Yep. Uh, essentially, it needs five build points worth of labour and fixing and all that sort of thing before you can derive the benefits it's providing you again. Okay. It's functionally a damaged building. It's currently not giving you any bonuses to your economy, loyalty, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And is not generating magic items because Umberweed was hiding in the basement instead yeah, of yeah. building things. Yeah, yeah. And is now um like looking after his valuable stuff and that kind of thing instead of building things. Now, is anyone going to need those intestines? Because there are some marvellous reagents you can make out of those. The giant intest the zombie giant intestines? Yes, yes, of course. Uh help yourself, but uh, oh. Excellent. Try, try not to get any, any diseases or anything off them. Oh, I'm not going to touch them. That would be ooky. <laughs> uh, boys, and you see a bunch of brooms and dustpans basically march out of his house and unseen hands start oh, picking right, them up. Oh, right, you can up. do that same trick as Tristram. Hmm? <laughs> I'd rather say it's a better trick than a bard's. Ah, yes, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somewhere around here. Uh, I don't actually have my Kingdom Walls sheet. That's why I'm having trouble. Okay, because you bought it then. Well, uh, I could just arbitrarily say I can't remember what a caster's tower does, so I guess I don't subtract anything from my stats, but. Seems fair to me. Mm-hmm. Yep, and the late few items were the ones I tapped, so next turn I won't regenerate magic items because the rest of the slots mm-hmm. are full, so I can clear another slot, I just can't um, get new ones yet. Cool, so that's fine. So I get a temporary, because I'll just write it on the temporary sheet, like my warden bonus for now. Two loyalty and 61 stability. So, effectively because they've only damaged it, the amount of abuse they've done is halved, and then that's turned into your build point cost. Yeah. If the damage gotten high enough to hit the 30 build points to make it, then it's broken altogether. The castle's tower is completely destroyed and you need to rebuild it. Yeah. But that is actually quite light in terms of both build cost repairing and more importantly casualties. Yeah. 
I was expecting to have to rebuild a couple of buildings. Uh, the thing is, it, it's extremely difficult. Like, if you took your armies out to go destroy Varnholz, which is a completely unguarded territory, you could occupy it. But actually, you know, taking it to bits is reasonably difficult. Yeah. Particularly... If you were smart, what you'd do is take it to bits and collect the build points out of it. Yeah. So rend it down in that fashion. Yeah. But even just going down there, like if you've got a nice stone town hall, what are you going to do? You can't burn it down. Yeah. You can hack it apart brick by brick, but that's a lot of guys standing around with axes for a lot of days. Yeah. Yeah. And Lakeview is defended. Hey. Your kingdom actions are finished for the turn. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so um, uh, do I pick up any unrest or anything? Because uh, I, you know, my town was occupied. Some people got killed. Yes, I would imagine I pick up unrest. I would imagine so too. But what are the odds? There aren't any rules for that. Yeah. <laughs> so you get a stability check. Okay. I make it. Yeah. Then you gain one unrest because your town got successfully invaded. Yeah, I can see why. How much of that is just dumb boy? I'm what? a very loud gnome. <laughs> I'm just saying, what percentage of that unrest is unboy? Well, don't know. He's very happy. He's got lots of zombie corpses. To uh, and you don't want the brains either? Really? Yeah. It's um, fantastic. <laughs> good. Usually I have to pay adventurers to go and harvest this thing for me. Alright, um... So, um, if you recall, he's the guy that sent you out to get him a whole bunch of troll blood. Oh yes, he is. He is too. <laughs> he is. He is your source for Ookie creature-related side quests for the rest of the campaign. Oh, good. Just what I need. There's there's like five or six of them. Some asshole wants a bunch of giant slugs. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm so not going to do the math to work out how much your king was affected by not having temporary access to all those buildings. Yeah, you know, that's... I really appreciate you're not doing so. You're welcome to just find me a build point for it or something if you want, but... Uh, what are you looking for, sir? Um, could I um, pick your brains about something that I didn't note down? Yep. Um, if I... A couple of the buildings I've built gave me defense modifiers. Yep. Being a dim bulb, I didn't write down what the defense modifiers were for anything but the castle. Okay. So I want to know what a barracks gives me and what a watchtower gives me, because I believe the, okay. those are the only two buildings. Uh, barracks plus two. Plus two. And I believe, is watchtower plus two as well? Watchtower is plus two as well. Cool. Because I'm... Um, Looking at how I can boost my kingdom's defense modifiers. Yep. Garrisons, of course, don't do it. They're just yep. a place to house. Keep in mind, guns. the watchtower is like what's in um, Vanhold Pass. It's not just a simple tower that some guy on a ladder is standing on. Yep. It's a little fort. Yeah, and there's no reason that you can't have more than one in a city. Like I could yep. put a couple in Thornwatch. Yeah, yeah. What I'm tossing out. So, um, if as, I as long as the buildings aren't deliberately limited to one per city, like your castles, yeah. then your limitation is when the GM says, the people are wondering why you're building so many watchtowers. You know? yeah. The people are getting upset about the militarization. The people don't like your all graveyard city. Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking I want either a plus four or a plus six defense modifier on my two towns mm-hmm. and some upgrades to my armies. So, what I would like, if you're up for it, sweetheart, is to um, pick your brains about the kinds of armies I can have and the rules that pertain to them while we've got all that shit 
all over the table. Yep. So I can make a where I want to go with my army's little rifle sheet. Yep. Voice of the editor here. And then there was a lot of tedious army building math and calculations and costs and stats and all that sort of thing cut out, cut out of the podcast. Let's go back to the action. Okay, that's all good. Um, I need to ponder what I'm going to do, but there's no reason I need to do that while you're sitting around waiting for me because it's not going to be a decision I make this turn or anything, but that gives me some context about where I'm going. Okay. That's cool. Alright, um, and I already have some useful things about um, transferring resources. Yeah. I apologise if you're getting stuck. The army rules are functional, but not super uh, awesome. I, I, I don't think that they're... Um, so te- I don't think the army rules are terrible. I think the um, the handout can be a little confusing. Mm-hmm. But, and particularly, I think, there's nothing about it. I mean, I found the kingdom rules equally confusing, but, you know, we've handed the ship yeah, out yeah. of them, and I've got that completely nailed, whereas not so much with the army. Okay, so that's all good. Um, so, yes, uh, I finished my kingdom turn. Yep. Right. <laughs> yeah. What, if anything, would you like to do with the rest of your life? Um, so, I'm kind of assuming um, Kaelin has, rather than just wandering off and venturing, been pretty occupied by the two weeks that Lakeview's been, you know, occupied by freaking zombies. It does make a certain amount of sense, yes. So, um, I don't consider that I have a lot of spare time to go adventuring, and there is something I'd like to do that won't take up a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, which is that I would like to have a conversation with Chief Scales. And then go see um, Queen uh, of the, the Lizard Folk Queen. This gets me. Thank you. It's like I wrote a giant list. You did a great job, sweetie. Uh, yes, 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 yes. That makes a certain amount of sense. Uh, one more thing needs to happen first. Okay. Sure. Other, 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 other key really. Oh, okay. Sure thing. This one's nice and simple. I just need to find my map. Uh, roll me a D2. Yeah. Uh, hi. Okay. You receive word from the centaurs that that, that blight, that uneerie feeling that surrounds Vortikai's lands, yep. has expanded into uh, E10. E10. Sometimes this feels a little bit like battleships, but for evil. <laughs> okay, so, um, yes, so I want to, um, talk to Chief Soot Scales. And before you do that, one more thing. Yep. Roll your stability. I make it. Okay. Uh... The Centaur Scouts will tell you that they have found a bunch of land, and uh, that would be E8, that looks like it has been dug up from the inside out. This is where the zombies came from. Right. They dug themselves out of the ground. So, um, do you want to give me Deep a... under the ground. Do you want to give me a an area so I can just draw zombie holes? Uh, uh, bottom piece of the hex? Yep, sweet. Zombie holes. Big, big holes. They've yeah, been well, digging up for a while. Yeah. Hmm? They theorize, the centaurs theorize that there are a bunch of dead cyclopses under here. 
yeah, you know, there's no way of knowing if that's his only Cyclops army. But on the other hand, realistically, if he had to, it would probably have been pretty smart to send them at the same time and mm-hmm. attack me with a more overwhelming force. Of course, there's no saying he doesn't have other things he can go to now that he's used up his Cyclops army. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, and um, Kaelin is now 34. Awesome. He has his birthday. But probably in absentee, he doesn't so much have his birthday as, you know, his birthday takes place while mm-hmm. he's on campaign. Not for the first time for him, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think celebrating them is actually kind of new. <laughs> or at least in any more way than, you know, a couple of people give them a present and, you know, they, they have some beer. <laughs> okay. It's probably Kaelin's idea. Chief of Scales is ready to see you in the nearly complete castle whenever you're ready. It's now, you know, three quarters done. Sweet. At this point, you are probably actively doing business out of it. Yes. Yeah, while the construction goes on in the background. Yeah. It's still my my office. (laughs) Alright, so... um, So Instead of, you know, being a crappy computer firm, you're getting awesome, you know, firmaments and things. Yeah, well... Want this castle? Yeah, so do I. Yeah, it, let's it's, go live in a castle when I finish playing the campaign. Well, it's also um, it's one of those things where it'd be really cool. You know, generally speaking, using our imaginations is better, but it would be kind of nice if I could actually roll roam around the castle mm-hmm. talking to my PCs. Uh, so um, yes, so um, hey, I um wanted to talk to you. Um, I want to go see. Queen Vesket and um, see if I can convince her that the lizard folk could potentially have a bigger part to play in um, Stagthorn. Players, your friend, she says, ah, so you want another, you you want another, you want another monster to you be a diplomat to them then? I. Fair it, enough. It's um, but I wanted to. Um, I also wanted to ask you how things are working out for you and the kobolds. I assume you'd have told me or Christopher Rossi if there was a serious problem, but I don't want to ass- just assume things are fine. Oh, no problem, serious or otherwise. People have got a lot more to worry about here than kobolds. I mean, we've got those little flying fairy dragons everywhere. <laughs> we look normal by comparison. <laughs> so it's working out okay for you guys. Good. I. I I'm very confident in making any mistakes. Not that I usually do. Coming into joining joining up with Stagthorn. That's good to know. And yeah, I want. Um, and obviously, you need us. Mick Mick acquitted himself well in the field. He did great, and you were fantastic with the same tours. The um, uh, some. I think they're um, they've gotten a bit locked into the them versus the humans mindset. It's it, it was good for them to see this. There's other races out there doing other things, but I wouldn't have I wouldn't have um, used the word monster in my own self. But um, yeah, you've got a lot. You, I mean, it's not like um, it's not like I can go to her and say, "Hey, hey we don't oppress people. You can trust me." I, I would I wouldn't lie. Well, we know who she listened to last time, like Rolka, and that was pretty dumb. I'm not certain that she's the leader you are necessarily, but um, on the other hand um, he was playing on her tribal beliefs and that with that um, nasty little little wisp bugger and that can have an influence on people. 
And um, it's po- there, were, there were clearly some lizard folk who weren't all, all that thrilled with her, um, the, where she was going with it. Things just got out of hand so fast. So um, we can wait out the ten years and then um, see where we're at. That was that. That was my initial plan. And I'm still okay with that if that's what she wants. But um, I wanted to at least go in and see. Not a problem. Got anything in particular in mind? No, I just figured to take you and um, you and Michaela and Tristram down and, and have a talk to her. Alright. You head down to the Lizard Folk? Yes. Uh, I can't remember what they spoke off the top of my head. Draconic. It's Draconic, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, so Kaelin speaks it now. Yes, awesome. So everyone here except Kaelin speaks it. Yeah, but she's here because she is good at sensing motive yeah. and stuff. Plus, she's, doesn't she have that comprehend languages? She can pick yes. up... She may yes. not be able to do the talking, but she's kind of just going to hang around and absorb political so, nuance. <laughs> you go down to the Lizard Folk Village, which looks very much like it ever has. Yeah. Um, the mud huts, the wooden palisade walls around it. Um, you are spotted by the guards approaching, but there's no real sense of alarm here like there was the last time. They just sort of ambiguously blow a horn off the side um, and climbs down and uh, you haven't actually brought an army or anything down here, so no, they no, just start opening the gates for you. Yeah. We've got some guards and stuff, but yep. we're actually prepared to yep, divest yep. ourselves of them a bit and come in a and slightly less clanky manner. Queen Biscuit and... Or um, have her come out and bring some guards out and both of us meet with the same number of guards. Uh, a folk will come out and say Queen Biscuit uh, with... Queen Vesket welcomes you to our village. Please come inside to her uh, to her meeting halls. Okay, and we will come in. Takes you inside, and you are taken inside. Um, this is not terribly comfortable. Like they they have mud huts with no chairs of any kinds in here. That's fine. Kellen's more than got the constitution to just stand up. <laughs> um. And I don't imagine this... I mean, I've been doing a lot of diplomacy with centaurs. I don't imagine they have chairs. No, not in the slightest. <laughs> and Yes. King Kalins. It wants to speak. Aye. Uh, Queen Viscuit, um... I wanted to... see how you were doing, um... since we made the treaty, and, um inquire whether you were interested in possibly a closer relationship. You are wise to bring this counsel to me. I have heard disturbing rumours from my scouts. Dead things walk through the lake. The world of this green belt is darkening. I, there's some, and I will give her a little bit of information about what I know about Vordekai. Yeah. The most publicly accessible bits, you know, just, you know, evil, evil Cyclops Lich wants to call it. Cultist of Chaos. Yeah, Cultist of Chaos wants to conquer, as far as I know, everything in the green belt and then move out. Foolish. To touch the powers of Candlemere and its like, not meant for any of our kinds. No, but um, once you're already an undead abomination, I, I mean, I wouldn't touch such things because I'd be worried about what it would do to me, but 
at me, me and mine, but he doesn't have any friends or associates, and he's already pretty far gone. I guess once you've wrecked yourself, there's, there's not that much more to lose. But yeah, it's, um, he's into some pretty nasty stuff. And you have come here seeking our aid against him? I, um, that it wasn't so much that on my mind, although, um, it's certainly a possibility. I, um, wanted to talk to you about your tribe's future. You can remain as you are. You have, um, or at least I certainly hope you have the security of your village. Our treaty holds all is well from our last dealings. That's good. Uh, that's the most important thing. But um, we have, I like to think in Stagthorn, built an alliance founded not just on humans, but on a numerous collection of races. She nods. Uh, Nods kind of approvingly at this, understands what you're saying. I would like to have the lizard folk be part of that. I didn't want to press for that too strongly. I know our initial relations were not good, and I felt you needed time to see that we could keep our word. If you need more time, that's that's your decision. This is something I, too, have been in long considerations but the ancestor spirits do not speak as clearly as they once did in our village. <laughs> she gives you a long, measuring look. Yeah. Um, After we murdered that ancestor, have yet to reach a decision in this matter. Should I do so, I will speak with you at once. That's fine. I'm happy with that. Meanwhile, I will offer you our hospitalities and finest freshwater fishes. Sounds excellent. For your unique tastes, we will cook them. <laughs> Kale is actually okay to eat raw. <laughs> actually, so is chips. Let's go. Yes, well, yeah. That's easy. <laughs> okay. Oh, don't worry about that. Don't worry. Don't worry about staying on manners with me. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and yes, I'll let Chief Soot Scales do his party diplomacy trick where he yep. um is the life of the party. Yep. No, the GM. Yeah, I, think it, I think it would work even better with reptiles. The GM actually has thought through the lizard folk thing. Sweet. Uh, that, that's cool. Um, basically, Kaylin just wanted to check in because yeah. it's been like two years, and yeah, yeah. you know, it, not for nothing. But those are some nice hexes down there. <laughs> it is one. Except fucking candle meal, which can just stay out. Yep, it has been just a little bit over two years since yep. you made your treaty with Lizard Folk. Sweet. So this is the time Kaylin wanted to check in, but yep. he's actually very happy with she'll know she'll know the right time when she sees it. Yep. So um, basically, uh, he will discuss a little bit more deal with Mordecai. Yep. And basically, um, should Mordecai make an advance on her directly? Kaylin's prepared to come to her aid with the understanding that he expects at that point the lizard folk armies to fight alongside him. If it comes to that, then we will speak again. 
And in the meantime, he doesn't. The lizard folk armies are probably best served guarding the lizard folk from mm-hmm. any advances Vortikai might make at them. Mm-hmm. He doesn't seek their aid at this time. Okay. And that's that. Yep. And that is the turn. Like, if you look at what Kaelin's been doing, I don't see him as having a lot of spare time. In yeah, this. no. By the time you get out to Varnhold to go adventuring, you'll be coming back again. Yeah, and, you know, Kaelin's probably not desperately looking for a bunch of monster fights. You know, some some quiet, some peace, you know. A bit li- I mean, he, he presumably did some stabbing of giant centaurs. And, yep. You know, if you look at Cyclops, if you look at anything else he was doing. Yeah. That's Aristotle. That's Aristus, sorry. Yep. So, what do you want to move on to? You can go ahead with Aridus if you want to. You can leave it there. Um, I think um, I'd be happy to go ahead with the kingdom turn of Aridus. Yep. Which isn't going to be super noisy because it's just going to be rebuilding from last month. Yep. And then um, I'm happy to start the kingdom events, but if we get anything that isn't more than one, there's more than one conversation, we'll dramatic close it rather than play it out. Yep. He says, looking at the kingdom events. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> Among other things, there's presumably going to be a bunch of fallout from the thing. Saddened. And the kingdom turn is going to be a bit more complicated, so um, I will be changing leadership this turn because first has presumably not woken up. Uh, he has not. No. Yep. So I am going to be looking at a temporary warden. Yep. So um, and you know my magic items thing is going to be weird. So just just rolls through slowly and gently. No problem. So for starters, roll stability. Yeah. We'll do. You toss me calculator. It's a pass, so I lose my point of unrest. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, I'm sure everyone would prefer we hadn't been invaded, but we did, you know, actually sort that shit out. Mm-hmm. And I am starting the turn with 13 build points, which is still a positive number, which is fantastic. Yep. Pay consumption? Pay consumption? Does not take me negative. Awesome. I do not have a lot of leftover so build points, but. You do not gain unrest then? Yes. Hmm? Uh, fill vacant magic item slots? Uh, I do not. No, I have no vacant magic item yep. slots except for Lakeview ones and my caster tower is not repaired. Yep. Uh, do you wish to use a royal enforcer to modify uh, your ha- Hang on. However, I will clear a magic item slot By because, because I can do, you know, that way I get a bit more caught up on interesting ones. And I will clear my um, scroll of hide from animals in Lakeview. Just create some more space for okay, so you can get something slightly more exciting. Yeah. Hmm? I can tell you it's thrill a minute coming up on the random magic items. Yeah, yeah, but I'm kind of looking to clear my minor item slots to um, yeah. get the last ones. And I do have a medium slot, I just can't fill it. Yep, so that's... And then what was the next one after... Uh, the next one is you can use the Royal Enforcer. Uh, I do not wish to. I don't have any unrest. Change your leadership. Okay, so I do want to do that. Yep. Alright, so, um, let me just dig out my potential counselor list. Warden per lash. <laughs> yes, I approve of this plan wholeheartedly. Okay, um, I'm going to go see Kundal. Okay. Ooh, he's not on my list. 
goodness one. Um, and talk to him about the possibility of becoming my temporary warden, with the understanding that um, it would just be until first is operational again. Well, I can fill in a bit, as long as I get some, as long as I get some extra people on the full moon. I'm sure we can sort that out. Uh, I think you're, um, you understand I only have so many um, slots I can, uh, places I can fill, but um, you're one of the people I had in mind for the job. Of if um, something if something happened, it's not a problem. It's good fun work trapping around here. They don't quite know what you're going to run into. Cool. All right. So I am going to put first. I've got first in brackets here, so I'm going to put Kundal next to him rather than rubbing first off entirely. Yep. And I pick up an unrest, unless I pick up an extra one because I hired a werewolf. Uh, that's no longer actually really public consumption. Right, yeah. Um, like, the rumours would follow him. If you kept him on, it would probably catch up with him sooner or later. Yeah. But it's been over five years since that incident. Yeah. Sorry. So. Alright, so he is your warden. Yep. So you gain unrest for... Yeah, I put Because people want the golem back instead of the person. Yeah. Uh, then Kondal adds modifier... Uh, which is not going to be his werewolf form, thank you. <laughs> uh, and you're welcome to give me the how he does as a warden thing. Um, he is very much a, um, uh, what would you call it, a, a headbreaker. Sort yeah. of goes in, smashes two guys' heads together, throws them both in jail, then waits for them to wake up to actually find out what the story is. Yeah. You know, but there's no denying, you know, he gets it done. He goes in and he busts heads. Um, that uh, he is giving you a plus three bonus to your loyalty. Sweet. Cool. Alrighty, which means my loyalty is effectively 55 for the time being, which is nice and easy to keep track of because when I switch back to first, all I get is the additional unrest. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, so stats here are only in werewolf form, which is not just just no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No. Then you would get support on rest. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And you would eat your counselors. Yes, if we were planning to talk around in werewolf form, we would have a different conversation. Okay, so I hire a temporary warden. Yep. Then we're on to claim and abandon hexes, build terrain improvements, create and improve settlements, create army units. Yep. Add resources to army units. Yep. Uh, building, repairing the caster's tower is effectively a build action. So yep. it counts as one of your buildings that you're building. Yep. So, if um, you do so. Yes. I want to. Yep. That's my turn. Okay. That, that's 100% of my... I, I have five build points left once I pay consumption. Yep. I spend them restoring the caster's tower. That's easy. Yep. Yes, I have serious plans to improve my army, but this is not going to be the turn I do it, because I'm told that army units like to be paid, and yep. I'm more convinced if their masterwork weapons arrive in a crate that actually yep. contains yep. weapons. And if if, if you, you just write masterwork weapons on the side of the crate, they're less impressed. <laughs> yeah, and if you can't pay to train them in the first place, it's not the kind of thing you can defer. Yeah. I mean, you can you can borrow money off other kingdoms, that's why it's an option available to you. Yeah, yeah, and if I was trying to raise an army because next turn I was going to yep. be invaded by a huge onslaught, I would do it, but just because I think I need bigger armies is, you know, I'll, I'll have money next turn. Yep. Okay. And 
So that's all the things you're building? Yep. Nice. I, I mend my caster's tower. That's nice and quick. My stats go, at which point my stats return to normal. Uh, since you wanted everything, adjust your edict levels. Uh, I don't want that. Um, steal money from your treasury. I don't want that. I don't have no money to in steal. It. You could put money in it at this point. If and, you I so inclined, and, and I would if I was seriously concerned, but yep. I'll pick up eight bill points at the end and of the turn, even if I fail my economy roll. Good taxes. Enough, enough to pay consumption. And Good taxes. Oh, that was a good time to get a nice number. Okay. It was going to be a poor turn anyway before I had to fund an army. Before I had to uh, fund an army thing, but then I pick up twenty-four plus eight bill points. Treasury goes back up to thirty-two. Okay, and what happens? Um. So. Oh, that's not good. Uh, if I start this particular one, there's the less dramatic one and the more dramatic one. And your concern is if I start the more dramatic one, I'll want to, to play it out? I don't think you're going to be it if I cliffhanger that. Okay, so something exciting happens that you're not going to tell me. Yeah. But you can read it to the... Po- I can block my ears and you can read it to the podcast crew if you want, it, if you want the dun-dun-dun suspense. No, that's fine. I can give you the less dramatic one. Give, give me the less dramatic one. Um, guard, comes, guard comes into the throne room. You know, check, checks with Leon that you're not an audience. Comes in and says, Your, Maj- Your Majesty, first is moving again. Ah, Excellent. And I will go see him. And he is indeed, you'd call it like twitching. He's some, and you can hear that grind, grind, grind of gears. He he usually makes a faint noise as he operates. This sounds like he's almost booting back up again. It's like, and do you want to play this out or merely get to the dramatic point? Um, I will stay with him as he comes back online. Um, I, I don't know which one of those is... Um, yeah, let's play this out. As in, do you want to have a full-blown conversation with him or you just want him to wake up and go, dramatic line, and then end the session? Uh, full-blown conversation with him. Okay. Still so a bit of time. He, he does seem to be like... And he's, he's definitely like, as you watch him over the next half an hour or so, he's definitely moving more. At this point, you know, Kalen could stay in here or have him moved elsewhere, whatever suits you better. Yeah. You know, the guards can pick him up and lug him around. It's not like he, um... But, um, I, I feel more comfortable. Kalen will bring some paperwork in and sit yep. with first. Yep, do some paperwork. And so you're sitting there filling out Corwin's projections for the tax rate for next yep. year. You're like, oh, God. Oh, God, no. Suicide yep. is my only option. Yep. <laughs> it's the only way out. And then first goes... And snaps to attention in a heartbeat. The sword comes out of its belt, and he goes, "Check, check, checks." Threat checks the room. Puts the sword. Realizes where he is. You see, sort of the recognition clicking behind his eyes. Puts the th- puts the sword back away. This unit understands that which matters most. That's good. Uh, hi, first. How are you feeling? This unit is perfectly fun. This unit is functioning at full capacity as far as it can detect. 
this unit is in a different location. Ah, uh, yes, sorry. Um, it's since I asked you that question, it's been a month and a half. We um are building a castle. We moved you in here to keep an eye on you. My defective memory has shut this unit down again. Yes. Yes. I, when you spoke, it accessed some part of my damaged memory. I began to search for the parameters and stretching came across something. It was reaching for a memory long damaged. It was difficult to think about. I am supposed to be protecting that which matters most. Brynhilde. Bryn? I have a memory. It is a small child. She is half-elven and dark hair. I have no way of knowing if it is the same, but it seems the logical course of events. I feel compelled to protect Bryn. This suggests that she is that which matters most. That makes sense. Um, I think um, I'd like Bryn to be here for this conversation, if you're all right with that. Of course. The page goes out. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Brynhilda. Well, it... It might be your name. No one is ever calling me that. Understood. I'm sure nobody wants to be kicked in the head. This unit acknowledges. (laughs) But I'm not certain that's the most salient point. Is that all all you remember? Not wanting to trick you and just cause you to shut down again? This unit was supposed to protect her. It failed. There was... a battle... Creatures from the woods. She is not the child in my first databanks. That is my oldest memory, the child. Nothing comes before that. She is very young there. A baby. Months, perhaps. The next memory comes later. She is older. A child. Six, seven. We are in the woods. There is darkness. This unit does not see but senses. This unit has been equipped to find creatures that cannot be seen, that hide themselves with invisibility. This unit detects them. They are coming from around us. They are coming for the child. The child must be protected. The child is that which matters most. We must run further. We have not run far enough. They are coming. They are coming. I will keep her under this tree, hidden. We will draw them off. We must protect that which matters most. We must. The memory stops. I am damaged. My primary protocols reactivate. Seek repair. I drag myself across the field. My navigational sensors are badly damaged. I am in 
the green belt, the area of about where you found him. Yeah. This is incorrect. Searching for memory. I am searching for memories. It is blank. A farmer approaches and pokes me with a stick. He runs alarmed when I reactivate. There are many such small memories. Then there is you. Okay. But you don't remember anything before the fight apart from when as a baby? You don't remember her parents, where you came from, who made you? This unit does not have access to this data. I can search further for it, but the damage is extensive. I am afraid that if I shut down again, I will not react to that. Then I don't want you to risk it. But there is someone else with me. Who? I don't remember. Who? Hey, hey. If he doesn't remember, he doesn't remember. We ran into the woods. There are two of us. We leave the child. The child is safe. We have protected that which matters most. That is all. Do you think the other one was another unit like you? He... Second, maybe? He shakes his head. You don't remember? It was not. It was not another unit like you? I do not believe so. It was not equipped with my capacities. Someone... A person, then? Human? You don't remember? I see only a shadow. Alright. Well, thank you for that. I'm, I'm sorry it was such a painful... I, I hadn't quite realised how much it was going to um, put you through to get that back. This unit has not suffered any further, da- any further physical damage. And it is important. It is what matters most. It is my purpose. I'm not... I can't, agree, I can't disagree with your purpose. I think she's what matters most too. Not a doll to be put on a shelf. Protect me by protecting the kingdom. That is logical. Do you, um... Do you... What do you want to do now? Are you happy to resume your duties as warden? Click, click, click a couple of times. I take no further damage. There is no reason I am unable to resume my duties. Well, I think, um... We'll give you some more time. Um, Kundal's doing a well enough job of instead, but um, next month we'll um, look at putting you back in the field. This unit understands. And he wants to go and work with Kundal. Yeah, yeah. Because um, basically it's um, it's less because, um, you know, first doesn't really need to rest, nap, yep, yep. sleep, any of those things, but it's giving Kundal a fair shake as warden and the full month's pay and stuff. Yep. And also because it's more convenient for the kingdom stats. Yep. <laughs> and that is that conversation as yes. requested. And um, we discover that Bryn and is what matters. We, that Bryn is indeed what matters most. Mm-hmm. And that her name is apparently Bryn Hilda. Yeah, Kellen's planning to forget that yep. part. Yep. <laughs> Bryn would like that. Would like to forget that too. Yeah. <laughs>
Okay, and um, if you would like to read something dramatic to the podcast because of conclusion, I can block my ears. No, no, that's all right. I'd rather do it um, to you, but suddenly, dramatic conclusion. Dun, yeah. dun, dun. Do you want? Do you want to do like a page runs in Kaelin important news and cut out there or something? Um. All right, if you want. No, no, don't worry about it. Sweetie. That's it. Dun, dun, dun. Something dramatic happens. Dun, dun, dun. Um, you will get um, you the the castle is now complete. Basically. Yeah. Um, as we have now moved on, to the, we're now moving through the next kingdom turn. Yeah, the castle's complete. The caster's tower is back under construction. Yeah, all seems relatively well in the kingdom. Yeah, um, and then you will you are asleep in your new room in the castle with Bryn, who yeah. has her own separate room, but more or less spends her time in here. Yeah, the architect explains you have to have separate rooms. It's how it's done, darling. Yeah. Um, and Bryn. You suddenly feel a sharp elbow in the in the ribs, um, and wake up. It's the middle, like the middle of the night. Yeah, probably two o'clock in the morning or so. Um, and Bryn has heard sprung awake. You recognise look in her face. She's heard something. She elbows you up. She says, "Guards coming!" Rapid, rapid hammering on the door. Um, and the guard hammers on the door. Bryn rolls over to it, opens it up. Uh, the guard sort of, you know, tries to look away slightly. Um, comes in, uh, Your Majesty. Sorry to disturb you, but I, I thought you'd want to. I, I thought you'd want to know immediately. Uh, there's someone to see you, my lord. It's Tobias. Dun dun dun. Oh, that's creepy. Yep. Why does Tobias come to see you at 2 o'clock in the morning?